Hello, I'm Larry Stevenson. Welcome to Let Your Dreams Work, the weekly call where we share how individuals and organizations can harness their dreams to be more, see more, do more, have more, and give more. Dreams are all about your vision. So we've chosen this audio format so you can see your dreams taking place in your own mind as we talk, instead of imposing our vision of how your dreams should look. Tune in, listen with intent, and see yourself living your dreams, and relax into a state where your mind can freely create. If you're listening to this recording after the fact is a podcast episode, please feel free to join us live in the future so you can have your questions answered or send questions to us using the contact form on our website. Call in and URL information can be found in the show notes. Today, we're going to explore ways to be more patriotic for July and throughout the year. Last evening, we, like most Americans, celebrated a most delightful Independence Day on the 4th of July. The 4th of July provides an opportunity for us to reflect on the liberty and freedoms we enjoy, while also reflecting on the flaws we still need to correct. I have loved Independence Day since my youth, when I performed playing the trombone in bands at flag-raising ceremonies in cemeteries, then a massive family picnic of 80-plus relatives with more food than we could ever consume, swimming and more food, and ending the day with fireworks. I remember the de- that July day in 1975 when I first saw the American flag waving over a commercial building as I left the LA airport after arriving from a two-year stay in Brazil. The sight of those stars and stripes waving in the clear blue skies brought me to tears with gratitude for the freedoms, the prosperity, and the opportunity available in this country after living through the poverty, the military government, death squads, and hopelessness then raging in Brazil. During my undergraduate years, I read the Federalist Papers, Locke, Hume, and other treatises read by those who formed our government. I studied government and political science. They gave me a greater appreciation for the path the founders of this country prepared for us and the changes we still needed to make to achieve that more perfect union. As I grew older, I discovered that watching certain movies helped me remember why we celebrated this day. I still try to watch many of them to this day. They include 1776, the musical depicting the creation of the Declaration of the Independence. I still hear and love to hear the songs about... um, the cheap, cheap, cheap of the egg being hatched, of seeing the torment and the despair and the argument over slavery, of feeling and hearing George Washington's letters constantly depicting how hard the armies were struggling. 
Another movie I love to watch is A More Perfect Union, representing the struggles and compromises that led to our Constitution. Using James Madison as the focal figure, with George Washington's influence heavily present, and a wonderful portrayal of Benjamin Franklin, we see as the grand compromise causes men who thought everything should be about each person having an equal vote versus the states being able to be represented and watching as the Grand Compromise came up with what Dallin Oaks, a major constitutional scholar, has described as an inspired document. George Washington himself described the Constitution of the United States as a miracle. There are so many wonderful, powerful principles that are instilled in that, that of separation of powers between the legislative, the executive, and the judicial, the rule by law and not by men, which we, we take so for granted because we don't live in a monarchy. We don't live at a time when everything was at the will of a monarch where today parliaments, even in the monarchies, parliaments hold such sway and the rule of law has become so powerful. A system that was purposefully set up so that there was a division of powers between the federal and the state governments. And most importantly, where there was self-determination by the people. And the people were able to vote directly for their representatives, to have an influence in what was happening with them. I love watching A More Perfect Union because it shows the struggles and the, the flaws and the greatness of those men and women who were part of America at that time. I also love watching Yankee Doodle Dandy, the musical starring James Cagney, singing and dancing as George M. Cohan, who wrote such patriotic pieces as Yankee Doodle Dandy, She's a Grand Old Flag, Mary, and so many more. I get choked up even here just talking about it as I think of the patriotism of a George M. Cohan and the country at that time. Even as he resurrected his career during World War II and was awarded the Medal of Freedom by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Another movie that braces my patriotic feelings is Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, featuring Jimmy Stewart as a young, naive scoutmaster selected to replace a dead, corrupt senator so the late senator's cronies may ram through a corrupt piece of pork. I weep every time as Mr. Stewart gasps his last breath to defend his name as he is framed by those who put him in office and are the actual corrupt officials. His gallant effort at a filibuster inspired me to defend our country from corruption of all kinds. I also thrill each year as Bill Pullman inspires a ragtag group of pilots to challenge the alien invaders intent on exterminating humankind with his words, quote, we are fighting for our right to live, to exist, and should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, 
But as the day the world declared in one voice, we will not go into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We are going to live on. We are going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day, close quote. These movies inspire me. They help me remember what it means to be a citizen of the United States of America. We can be more patriotic during July if we will remember those things. The dictionary defines a patriot as a person who vigorously supports their country and is prepared to defend it against enemies or detractors, close quote. Some feel that that term can only apply to those of a certain extreme of the political spectrum. Sadly, that should not be the case. Liberals, conservatives, and centrists may all be patriots if they vigorously support their country and are prepared to defend it. I believe a true patriot recognizes both the greatness in our form of government, the opportunities in our freedom, and the responsibilities in our liberties. A true patriot defends the good in our way of life, but also defends the changes that must be made to fulfill the more perfect union. I have lived through both the challenges of Vietnam, though I did not serve, I lost many friends who did. I lived through the protests of the 60s, including in L.A. during the Watts riot, the shame of Watergate, the blight of high inflation, and the highs and lows that have blessed and plagued our nation. I have been through recessions and almost depressions multiple times. I have also been blessed to spend a great deal of time in 22 other countries. These trips have given me the opportunity to see both the benefits and the restrictions people endure in other cultures. And as a result, to appreciate the real opportunities that exist in our culture. Yes, we still need to make improvements. But let's not throw out the benefits that we enjoy in trying to save and change and make this a more perfect union. E pluribus union, or out of many, one, was never truly intended to make the country into a bland bowl of cream of wheat. Instead, we are destined to bring together into one great feast all the flavors and influences of the immigrants who came into this country. I remember as a boy celebrating English, Irish, Mexican, Catholic, Jewish, Islamic holidays. My parents and teachers taught us to relish the variety of traditions, holidays, and experiences that created the American way of life. This country has been blessed to have so many people from different cultures bring what they have into our country to make us richer. 
but we were never meant to destroy the good that they had, but to add the good that they brought to us and to make all of us better. Did the men and women who forged this country in 1776 create a perfect union? No, they did not. They perpetuated horrible traditions in slavery and their attitude towards women's suffrage and ownership. They understood that. They declared opening that they sought to create a more perfect union, not a perfect union, but to move in the right direction. They recognized that several issues had been ignored or delayed. Should we look only on those things that they did not finish and reject all that they did accomplish? I think not. Does this country still have problems? Yes. We are as divided today as we were just prior to the Civil War when states' rights and slavery tore the country apart. Just this last week, one of our state's parties actually called for their state to secede from the Union. We mimic the days of the Golden Age when robber barons became millionaires on the backs of the working poor and struggling families in poverty and children's sweatshops. The factionalism of parties when our elected officials represent the party rather than the people who elect them mimics some of the worst episodes in our country's history. We see voter reform moving back towards the days of the Jim Crow laws, when restrictions were placed, oh, never in the name of race, but certainly in situations that are affecting certain races more than others. Racism, sexism, prejudice, all run rampant in our cultures. We even see forces aligning to eliminate the documents that created our liberty and freedom by calling for a new constitutional convention. I plead with my listeners. I beg with all those in this country of whatever party, whatever race, whatever origin, whatever, to find a way to recognize those things that we have in common that are good and to defend those freedoms, those liberties that were originally tried to be given to the people of this country. I also plead to be more patriotic in recognizing that change still needs to occur, that there are issues which we have dealt with that have resurrected that need to be dealt with again. Optimize your connections to study, to learn, to discern between the fake news and the real issues, to not be distracted by the media's focus on one thing while something else is happening behind the scenes. One of the great things of our country in 1776 was we were in a, a very well-educated population who discussed serious issues and read strong treatises that dealt with the philosophies of government and of, of the contract of social justice. We need to get to where we are studying more 
and learning more in depth. So optimize your connections to study and learn more. Make sure that you are listening to news sources that are giving two sides of the story. And try to seek to understand both sides. Not that you have to accept them, but at least to try and understand them and to understand where people are coming from. That's one of the things that I really loved in the movie, A More Perfect Union, how the people who wanted democracy and, and wanted a, a government that represented each individual. And so, no, they didn't want a, a legislature where small states were represented equally with big states because that wasn't the way the people were. But they had to begin to understand that those who were living in the small states didn't want to be overwhelmed by those in the big states. And it wasn't until they both began to see one another's side and Roger Sherman brought about the Great Compromise and the Grand Committee. It is in seeing the sides of both sides, in walking in one another's moccasins, in whatever cliche you want to use, but truly understanding both sides of an issue and then being able to sort out where you stand based on principle. Act continuously to defend those liberties that we have, but also act continuously to do things to change the situation, to change the divisions, to change the hatred, to become a more tolerant people of one another, to recognize that, yes, we must discern between that which is evil and harming us and that which isn't, but also to recognize that the epithets that are being thrown out by both extremes aren't accurate either. Act consistently to change inequality in your community. Get involved in organizations where you can give more to the, your society, to give more to your community. I, I still love John Fitzgerald Kennedy's call, quote, ask not what your country can do for you, but ask instead what you can do for your country, close quote. Find ways to change within. Find ways to improve our culture and act consistently on them. Label the limitations that you may have in your thinking. Recognize the desired and the undesired limitations that are inhibiting you from moving forward. Also, recognize that others have limitations also and don't condemn them for their limitations. Recognize them and find ways to overcome those limitations, whether they're real or windmills. And finally, synergize purposefully with other patriots in your community. And once again, patriots are those who vigorously defend their country. It is not just the right. It is not just the left. It is not just the center. There are patriots in all three categories. 
we can be more patriotic by generating the possibilities for our liberties, our responsibilities, and what we want to do to be more patriotic. We can connect and optimize our connections to learn more, to discover what the principles really are, to get past the fake news, to get past all the social media distractions and get to the crucial issues. We can act consistently to defend the good and change that which must be changed. We can label our limitations to recognize them, to overcome them, to deal with them. And finally, we can come together, e pluribus unum, and synergize purposefully to be more patriotic, to make this country a more perfect union. Will we see that perfect union in our day? I doubt it. We've been a country for over 200 years and we're still on the path. But can we move that needle further to making it a better country? Just as in 1964, a Civil Rights Act tried to make the change and did accomplish many improvements. But is there still much more to be done when it comes to women's rights and race rights and immigration and all the things that plague this country? Yes, there is much to be done. So get involved and let your dreams work to be more patriotic this July and throughout the rest of the year. Thank you for listening. My name is Larry Stevenson. And what are you going to do this week to let your dreams work?